Right, hello, my name's Frank Burton. This is a story about me and my Uncle Claude. You know, a wise man once said, um, I've something, I can't remember now. I've been recording our conversations since 2019 with a view to creating this documentary series, Frank and Claude are following you. You will give me a warning, won't you, before you start recording? Started recording half an hour ago, mate. One thing you should know about Claude, he repeats himself a lot. I will take a pair of your finest croissants, a double espresso, a flat white, and a partridge in a pear tree. Do you have to say that every single time? I'll take a large veggie burger meal with a double espresso, large Big Mac meal with a Coke, single McFlurry. Don't say it. And a partridge in a pear tree. Mate. And you know what? You spend enough time with a man, and what happens? Yeah, can I get a flat white, double espresso, a cheese and tomato toasty, vegan meatball wrap, and a partridge in a pear tree? Oh, no, 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 no. That's him. That's him putting words in my mouth. Don't listen to him. Anyway, let me tell you about something that happened back in 2019 shortly after the events we heard in episode one. Claude had come to visit me in the van again. We'd gone for a bit of a drive, and, well... Oh, I see, you're playing uh, Devil's Advocate, are we, uh, Frank? Not playing Devil's Advocate, I'm just saying what my opinion is. Yes, yeah, what I mean. No, saying your opinion and playing Devil's Advocate, they're two different things. Are they? Yeah, they're two different things. Saying your opinion is saying your opinion. Playing devil's advocate is just saying, like, any old opinion just to wind people up. Well, I suppose so. It's a bit of a strange expression that devil's advocate implies that you're literally promoting the work of Beelzebub. Well, exactly. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not literally promoting the work of Beelzebub, am I? I'm saying what my opinion is. No, it just sounded like you were. Um... It, sounded like, it sounded like I was. It sounded like I was promoting the works of Beelzebub. <laughs> it's a good name, Beelzebub. I like it. You like the name Beelzebub? Yeah, I do. It's, it's, it's a lovely name. It's a really nice name, isn't it? Beelzebub. If I had a son, maybe I'd have called him Beelzebub. If he didn't have that connotation, perhaps. Well, <laughs> maybe. But thank, thank God I'm my dad's son and not yours then. Try and make a career as a writer under the name Beelzebub Burton. Satan is a perfectly good name. Well, it's basically Stan, isn't it? Nothing intrinsically wrong with, with the name Hitler, is there? It's, it's a perfectly innocent... Well, it's just a collection of letters, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I was just... Uh, no, it is literally my opinion, mate. I, I, really? I, I don't think that there's any benefit from listening to vinyl records. Oh. Oh. I'm perfectly happy with an MP3 file. Really? I, I really am. I really am. But like I said, I believe you actually think that, Frank. What do you mean you can't believe that I actually think that? You open your mind a little bit wider. Now and again, Claude. <laughs> I can't believe that I... Just because I don't share your view. Vinyl records are literally better. They've got more um, thingamajigs. They've got more thingamajigs than, than an MP3 pod does. It's better than CDs, better than a set. It, it's uh, the next best thing to live performance. It's, it's a vinyl record. This has been well proven. Well, I understand it's got more thingamajigs in it, Claude, but I can't hear those thingamajigs. That, that ha- happening on a subconscious level. It sounds exactly the same as playing it on Spotify. I don't want to sound like a like a philistine or anything here, you mate. You said it. You said it. To me, it's just exactly the same. Oh, 
are you younger generation? The problem what? is that you're too young, Frank. You don't remember Vinyl. I do remember Vinyl. How old do you think I am? Younger than me. I was brought up in the 80s. Of course I remember Vinyl. I used to play Vinyl all the time. Well, there you go. Does it not give you a sense of nostalgia? No, it doesn't give me a sense. I don't care about nostalgia. Nostalgia really gets on my nerves, Claude. I really hate it. Can't stand nostalgia. Well, that's the same, Frank. I do quite enjoy uh, remembering the olden days. Uh, it's, uh, I enjoy remembering the older days. I just don't go in for all of this, uh, you know, walking around wearing a Scooby-Doo t-shirt when you're 42 years old. I find it irritating. What's that? A word of explanation at this point. We were passing a large roundabout. If you're listening from a country that doesn't have roundabouts on the roads, it's a round thing that you drive around, usually with a bunch of junctions going off it. Some of them aren't actually round as such. This particular one was more rectangular, or maybe a triangle. But you still drive around and about it, hence the name roundabout. Anyway, this was a large one, at the centre of a busy and rather confusing network of junctions. It was covered in grass, which partly explains the presence of the thing that made Claude use the words... What's that? What Claude saw on the roundabout was a sheep. You see where I'm getting at with this, Frank? It's on a roundabout. A sheep on a roundabout. How did the sheep get on the roundabout? Not just one sheep, several sheep. More than one sheep. There's about three or four of them. Now there's one behind the tree. There's five sheep. There's five sheep on the roundabout. This doesn't make any sense, Frank. How did you get there? Good question. This is exactly the sort of thing we were looking for, isn't it? Yes, it is. The investigations team is a go-go. Is that, is that the catchphrase that we're going to use for this thing, Claude? The, inve- the investigations, investigations team is a go-go. go-go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit too close to the Thunderbirds one for Thunderbirds my liking, but we'll, we'll, go, we'll do that for now. For now, let, let's say uh, investigations team is a go-go. Is that right? Follow it round, mate. Follow it round. Let's see. Let's loop back round again. Loop back round. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll get in this. I've got to change the lane, mate. Hang on. Why are you stopping here? Because I'm letting the car through. <laughs> Stop being such a backseat driver. It's, quite, it's obscured my view. I've got two wing mirrors. I can't. I have. It's not like driving a car. Sometimes you have an obscure view. I got a couple of blind spots out the back. Don't question my decisions. Why are you stopping here? Oh, I don't mean to question your decision, Frank. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to snap, Claude. I just uh, can't stand backseat drivers, Claude. I just can't stand them. Oh, look, there's a space you can go in there. What did I just say? Oh, there's a space right there. I'm not going into that space because you told me to go into the space, Claude. I'm going into the space because there's a space there. All right, so now I can get in the lane and see the sheep. All right. <laughs> I don't loop back round. And I am looping back round. Stop telling me what to do. Look, it's very interesting, this, isn't it? We've gone all the way around the roundabout now, and we can see the five sheep are there, but the thing is... Oh, this is... Uh, no, I have not seen any kind of logical entry point for these sheep. It's a funny shape roundabout, this one, isn't it? It's about like a triangular sort of shape. But there is no... It's three lanes of traffic. Look at this, where we are now. There's no way a sheep could get through There's all these cars. Three lanes of traffic on here. And then further up there... Actually, further up there, there's one lane, but they'd, they'd have to <laughs> jump across those... Not one, but two traffic islands. 
technically they'd be crossing three rows to get onto this one road. I, mean, I, I know they like the look of the grass that's on, <laughs> on the, the roundabout. It's a little bit overgrown, so <laughs> they've gone for the long grass there. Oh, it's lovely life being a sheep, isn't it? You reckon? I quite like it, you know, just eating grass all the time. Eating all day long, just eat, as they say. Pretty cool, yeah, I can think of worse lifestyle choices, yeah. They don't seem to be affected by that in the same way that I would be. If I ate all day long, I probably wouldn't be alive by now, I expect. They're kind of geared up for eating all day long, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and they're eating their favourite food, grass. How do you know grass is their favourite food? They might hate it. Well, if they hate it, they wouldn't eat it, would they? Well, if they didn't eat it, they'd die. It's a fair point, actually. If you had to eat grass all day long, it's probably going to be boring after a while. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? It's just one activity over and over again. Eating grass all day long. What a what a horrible life. Poor sweet fools. There we go. They're, they're obviously smart thinkers, these ones. They've got, um, kind of get a reputation for being kind of a dumb animal, don't they? But they, they're obviously quite smart. They've made their way onto this roundabout through three lanes of heavy traffic. Is that, what time is it now? It's two, two in the afternoon. So imagine what the traffic's like, like first thing in the morning. Because I was thinking they must have got here first thing in the morning and got <laughs> gone across these three lanes. But that's rush hour, isn't it? There's people going to work. And this is a, it's a commuter town where we are here, I presume. So quite close to Manchester. There'd be a lot of, loads of traffic at that time in the day. You know, even now, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, there's loads of traffic. There's constant traffic at this place. It's a real mystery, this one, Frank. It's a real mystery. I'm very pleased. <laughs> it is. We're going to have to solve it, though, Claude. I don't know how we're going to do it, though. Don't loop back round again. Okay, I'll loop back round. You don't have to tell me to loop back round. This is what I'm doing. So I want to study these sheep up close. It's a shame I can't just park up, just jump out onto the roundabout. Well, you don't want to scare the poor sheep, though, Frank, do you? No, that's true. That's true enough. This is really what. What are we going to do? How are we going to figure this out? Because I, I can't. Uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You see? You see what I see? Right there at the traffic lights. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean the pedestrian crossing? Yeah, the pedestrian crossing. There's pedestrians going across three lanes of traffic to get. Why would they be crossing to get onto the roundabout anyway? Well, you see that's building on there. It's a actual uh, fire station. The fire station on the roundabout. Oh yeah, so that's uh, anyone who works at the fire station has to cross and have to park over there, I guess, and then cross over there, unless you're driving the fire engine to work, which I presume they are not. So, yeah, that would be the crossing there. The sheep would have to know, have to wait for the green man. They don't know about the green man, do they? Why not? Do you think the sheep know about the green man and the red man? The pedestrian crossing, do you think sheep are that clever? Well, I just just said so yourself. They're an intelligent breed, these ones. They can't press the button, though. This one isn't an automated crosswalk here. They would have to press the button, and they can't reach the button. They'd have to jump. They'd have to jump to reach the button. Well, maybe they crossed at the same time as the people. <laughs> Imagine crossing the road and there's a sheep next to you waiting. Five sheep next to you. Going, <laughs> All right, mate. How do you do? <laughs> nice weather this morning. What do you do for a living? That'd <laughs> you know, be, be, be a weird thing, wouldn't it? So, frankly, it's the only explanation I can think of that they uh, found and figured out how pedestrian crossings work and cross there. That's the only explanation I can think of. Unless they live there. 
Unless what? Unless they live there on on the uh, on the roundabout. Maybe they, they live, live there. there. Maybe that they've been <laughs> they've been bred and reared on the roundabout. It's probably big enough. The, maybe the um, the fire service sort of keep them as pets. What do you reckon? I would say that's entirely inappropriate, Frank. A sheep is a fire hazard in itself, or that wool could go up in flames at any moment. Uh, I suppose you're right, yes. I go and look back round again, let's have another look. <laughs> Guys, uh, we can't just keep going round and round this roundabout, Claude. Well, I'm going to get dizzy. The, investigation. It's, uh, <laughs> the firefighters are probably looking out the window wondering what we're doing as well. There's very little else to do. I don't see any fires around here, or indeed exploding sheep. So very little for them to do at the moment. They're probably looking out the window. Wondering what the hell is this camper van going round and round the roundabout for? Are they lost or something? Or are they looking at the sheep? Why are they looking at the sheep? All sorts of questions they'll be asking themselves. Frankly, it's embarrassing. Well, I think we need a different strategy here, Frank. We need to camp out. We need to camp out? Yeah, we need to camp out. Have a look. See how they get off the roundabout at the end of the day. Presumably they're not going to sleep there overnight. True, true enough, yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, there's a supermarket over there, a park over there. We can come and wander down here and have a little sit, a little sit by the river. It'd be like being on stakeout. Yeah, stakeout, yeah. Oh, the investigation team are on their first stakeout. Fantastic. <laughs> well, it's a very nice location, this actually, Claude, just by the riverside and everything. A good little view of the roundabout with the sheep on. Let's sit here for a while and um, watch the world go by. I never do things like this, you know, I never just sit around. It's not the sort of thing that I would be usually up for. Yeah, the same here, really. I, I, uh, I like to be doing something practical, you know. I'm a practical kind of guy. I don't want to sit on a bench. Yeah, well. This has is, this is led us into uh, a new form of activity, I suppose, just sitting around. I hope we don't sat here for long, though, you know, because uh, it's only half past two in the afternoon. Maybe they're going to be here for another few hours yet. Won't they get bored after a while and uh, be eating all the grass on the roundabout? No, it's like you were saying, they just eat grass all day long, don't they? Or, or sit about, sit about eating. Well, uh, now you and I are doing the same thing as them, we're sitting about. Sitting about, it's like a sheep, eh? Walking a mile in their shoes, as they say, uh, but sitting, uh, the, the sitting equivalent of walking a mile in someone's shoes. Right, it's going to get boring after a while, and we'll probably get done for loitering or something if we're here for too long. Loitering! That's a crime, isn't it? Loitering? What is loitering? I don't know, it's like hanging around. You get arrested for hanging around? Well, if you're hanging around looking suspicious, if you're hanging around looking like you're up to no good... We're not up to no good. We're just uh, a pair of perfectly normal citizens sitting on a bench watching <laughs> some sheep. There's nothing God. sinister about that, Frank. <laughs> I suppose you're right. You know what? I can't be bothered with this, Claude. I'm, I'm going to... Uh... Well, we only started, huh? No offence, but I don't want to be sat here next to you for the next four hours. All right? Oh, well, maybe we could take it in shifts. Yeah, right. See you later. But hang on a minute, how long is my shift going to be for? How long do you want it to be for? Maybe I'll uh, drop you a text, as they say. Yeah, drop me a text, as they say. You do that. You do that. Where are you going? I don't know. I think I'll go for a walk or something. See what I can find. Maybe I'll find someone else to investigate. Oh, well, like I said, that, yeah. Yeah, scouting mission. Yeah, scouting mission, yeah, yeah. 
See you later. I went back to the van and fell asleep. Later that afternoon, I was awoken like this. Some good staying power. How long you how long you sat there for? Oh, I was sat there for about three and a half hours, Frank. Oh. <laughs> nice one, well done. Well, it was actually a very riveting experience. I enjoyed it very much. I had some interesting thoughts while I was sat there. I can't remember what they were now, but I saw the sheep. I saw them leaving the roundabout. How did they do it? A man and a dog came. So someone came around with the sheep up. They did it that way. Yeah, yeah, they actually did use the uh, pedestrian crossing. Uh, the man of a dog came along and uh, took him off. He used the pedestrian crossing to get him across. He wouldn't be the one who got him on there in the first place, though, would he? He would have preferred them to have been in the field the whole time. Obviously, they've, they've escaped from the field and gone wandering off, as uh, you often see sheep doing that, don't you? But I don't think it was the actual farmer's intention for them to have <laughs> ended up on a roundabout. I had a little word with him. Oh my God, you had a little word with him. Ah, oh, what you, what you say to him, man? I said, how did the sheep get on the roundabout? What did he say? He said, I don't know. <laughs> so he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how they got there. Disappointing, but you know, good work, good thank work you, there, Claude. Thank you. You've, uh, you've really um, put the hours in there, my friend. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, but uh, I was afraid to say the investigation is not yet over. Well, I suppose not. No, I mean, <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we to expect that the sheep are going to come back again in the morning and do the same thing? Maybe. This may have been like a one-off event, Claude. I don't think they would well, usually end up on that roundabout. I think it's just a little random thing never know. that happened. I don't think they do it on an everyday basis. They don't wander down here every single morning and spend the day in the roundabout and then the guy with the dog comes and collects them. That would be a very odd thing for them to do, wouldn't it? I suppose so. Uh, but, uh, you know, no harm in staking the place out a little longer, that's all I'm saying. What? So what do you want to do? Stay in this location overnight? Of course, of course. And then yeah. um, go... <laughs> yes, that's what you want to do. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to do, Frank. There's no facilities here for... for I mean, you know, I can... We can stay parked in the supermarket car park. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to get in too much trouble for that. And uh, I think it's a 24 hour one, so we can use the bathroom facilities there. That's fine. <laughs> I still don't want to get up first thing in the morning, Claude, and go looking at sheep. Well, you have to put the hours in, as you say, Frank. You have to really pull your socks up for this one. And I hate to bring it up, but I've done most of the legwork so far. <laughs> What were you doing while I was doing that? I was having a nap. Oh, sleeping on the job, were we? Yes, yes, I was sleeping on the job. Exercising my God-given right for downtime. Well, uh, like I say, we're going to have to stay here overnight, so that's the end of that matter. So, well, who died and made you king? Oh, well, it's entirely up to you, Frank, if you don't want to know. If you don't want to really know what happened to those sheep, then, oh, by all means, just get a... Get 
want to know what happened. Oh, I think you'll stay here. <laughs> Talking like some kind of mafia boss. Threatening me. Oh, I'm not threatening you, Greg. I'm a reasonable man. I'm, all I'm doing is uh, I'm just suggesting that if you really want to. But, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to, no, but um, I am curious. I, it is true, I am if you're really curious, Frank. Well, I'm a bit curious, okay? Right, well, let's stay here overnight then, Frank. Apparently, that was our decision made. We slept in the van that night, ready for an early start sheep spotting. I ought to mention, something happened between myself and Claude that night, which neither of us were really expecting. In my defence, he was being really annoying. That is to say... He was being, you know, clawed. Of course, the other interesting thing about Hollywood's golden age is that the uh, the typical thing for an English actor in Hollywood would be to play the bad guy, right? Right, to play yeah, the villain. Okay. Yeah. It'd always be an English fella playing the villain. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's always been anyway, suggested anyway, uh, quite often that this is uh, some sort of reflection of the history between these two countries, between the USA... And, and the United Kingdom, the shared history of the Civil War it's, and all it's that very sort interesting of thing. That, but the the English being the bad guys is a reflection of that sort of imperial past where, where the English literally were the bad guys as far as the Americans were concerned. Yeah. But uh, I, I, on, I read listen, somewhere mate. the other day that um, young American actors literally d- didn't want to play the bad guys because they saw that as being an impediment to their career in terms of Mate, if you play a bad guy it's very interesting it, but restricts you know, your ability to play a leading man in a, in a later movie there was this culture within the American society that if you played a bad guy you were perceived as being a bad guy you know it's, 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 it's yeah, one, two, to be one, two is this thing on but English actors would go in there and they'd be like oh what was that fantastic part to I want to play this part what a brilliant part so they give it to the English guys because the English guys, they had no qualms about playing these kind of characters because they're basically they're, they're actors, you know. They're, oh, did you hear the owl? Yeah, I can hear the owl. Yeah, I can hear the owl. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, beg your pardon? Can you hear me? <laughs> I've been trying to signal to you. I've been trying to interject in this little monologue of yours for quite some time. You just seem to be oblivious to it. It's time to call it a night, mate. I, I could do it going to sleep, really. Oh, yeah, going to sleep, yeah. All right, well, I, I do apologise for prattling on, Frank. I, I didn't realise you were that tired, really. Well, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Well, you did have that nap earlier. Well, I know I had the nap earlier, Claude. It's just, you know, it's not that I am particularly tired. It's just... It's just what? <laughs> Sometimes I just prefer it if you, if you just give it a rest. You know, just stop talking oh. for a while. Oh. You know that that that's all that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying oh, to be horrible or anything. Okay. I just I just want a bit of peace and quiet. You know. Oh, a bit of peace and quiet, is it? Well, I don't mean to offend you. It's just. No offense. You know, no offense. You've heard your voice, haven't you? I've heard my voice. Yeah. You know it grates on you after a while. I don't mean I don't mean to be get personal. But you know you know that you've got a silly voice, don't you? I do, I, I do know that I've got silly voice. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that that is your voice. I know that you're not putting it on. I've known you for Why long enough. Why would I put it on, Frank? That, you know, it would be a very odd little prank that you're pulling on us all if you were literally putting on the silly voice. I know that it is your voice. I don't mean to 
be offensive towards you because it just grates on me after I've been with you all day and it, it's just starting to really I just want you to stop talking Claude I mean I, I, I'm sorry that's just the way that I feel well that's okay Frank I, I mean I do appreciate the fact that uh, but, but you have said this okay, okay. and uh, I will try my best to uh, say a little bit less tomorrow well, I, I, I don't want to don't want to go to bed on this note. I, you know, I put, oh no, 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 no! It's absolutely fine. Say your worst, Frank. Say your worst, honestly. Honestly, it's fine. What do you mean, say my worst? I don't want to insult you, Claude. I don't think it's very nice. I, I don't think I, I said what I just said. I don't think that was a very nice thing for me to say. I just felt like I had to say it. I've heard it all before, Frank. It doesn't doesn't upset me. Doesn't offend me in any way. Don't say your worst. I actually quite like it when you roast things. You know what I mean? You should roast the voice. Go and roast the voice. <laughs> I don't want to roast the voice. I'd do be, it. I'd get too do personal it. on you, mate. I don't, I don't want to insult you. I don't want to personally insult you. I love, I've been on this planet for long enough now, talking with this silly voice, as you call it. <laughs> I have literally heard it all before. Roast the voice. Go on. Roast it. <laughs> Okay, if that's what you want, mate, if that's what you want. You're like the Bee Gees on helium. Okay, that is that is what you sound like. You sound like you're made of helium. I don't, I don't know how you've managed it, but you sound like you're made of helium. You really do. You're a wonder of science, Claude. You've got the body of a 70-year-old man with the voice of a 7-year-old girl. You sound like a rusty door hinge. Maybe a dash of WD-40 will shut you up finally. WD-40, WD-40. If only you could up the pitch just a tiny bit higher, then only dogs could hear you. Hello, boy. Mate, your voice is so high-pitched, you wonder why that owl's hooting outside. He's telling you to tone it down a bit, for God's sake. Honestly, no wonder your brother thought you were adopted. Yeah? Gorgonzola. Sorry? Gorgonzola. Oh. Okay. Good night, Frank. Good night. Claude, I... Yeah? I'm sorry. Don't worry about it, Frank. Sleep well. Yeah, you too. Now, uh, at least we got a decent breakfast, you know what I mean? It was a nice little cafe, that one. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be open at that time. It's, uh, it's really early in the morning. Yeah, it's actually very nice. Not very much for you, well, apart from the hash browns. I love hash browns. I absolutely love hash browns. If I was like the sheep and just literally ate one thing, like they're just eating the grass, I could, if I could choose one thing to eat, it would be hash browns. You know, if, if there was no kind of repercussions in terms of health, if, that was, if hash browns gave me my, my fully rounded nutritional <laughs> quota for the day, I would literally live off hash browns. I don't know about you. That's a good question, actually. What, what would I pick as my thing? That's a good question, there, Frank. I think cola bottles. Cola bottles. Oh, but the sweets. I love them. 
Okay, but fizzy or plain? Oh, fizzy or plain? That's a, that's a tough call. Really tough call. I, I think I'll go for fizzy. I think I'll go for fizzy. I think you can have both as your category. Otherwise, it's just too specific, isn't it? Because otherwise, if I say hash browns, I can have all varieties of hash brown. There's different varieties of grass for the sheep, I presume. So it's, it's not all the same kind of grass. Do you, see, do you think they can tell the difference between different types of grass? Well, of course they can. They eat grass all day long. I mean, they must be able to tell the different varieties and the different flavours and textures, different types of grass. They must be absolute connoisseurs, you know. Well, it's a shame we can't speak my language, really. I mean, it'd be very interesting to hear from them. Well, it'd be very interesting to hear from them how they got onto the roundabout, you know. <laughs> I know we're sitting here, Claw, but I, I do think it's, it's probably going to be a wasted opportunity this because I mean how often do they actually get onto this roundabout they're not going to do it every single day are they they're going to be you know they've kind of broken out of the field that they're in wandered down the street and somehow made their onto the roundabout the sheep yesterday did seem to know what they were doing to be fair they did yeah they did you okay sure yeah maybe listen mate I I, I didn't want to bring this up but you know I, I, I'm sorry about what I said yesterday I didn't mean to imply that you know my, my dad had a problem with you or something like that oh, your, your dad had a lot of problems Frank well, let's not go into it shall we he didn't literally believe that you were adopted obviously he just used to joke about it and stuff like that because you know he used to have a bit of banter oh, oh yeah Claude's adopted blah 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 it was like a little joke he used to you know, bring it up now and again, you know. I know he did. I, I didn't find it particularly funny. Well, obviously he didn't, but he didn't actually believe that you were. You looked very similar to each other. Well, I suppose I'm just a little bit sensitive about my brother, and I don't, I don't want to go into it now. Well, as long as, as things are okay between you and me, Claude, I don't want there to be you know tension between you and me. You and my dad, it was different, obviously. You know, we've got a lot of history there and stuff. And I just want, you know, the, the two of us to be friends, really. Friends? Yeah, I just want the two of us to be friends. I don't I don't want there to be that tension like there is between you and my dad. Because it's not... I'm a different guy. I mean, I've got the same name as him. Uh, obviously, we're both called Frank. And that's uh, probably maybe some kind of association just with the name there, I guess. Nice to hear you call me your friend, Frank. Well, what else would I call you? I know you're my uncle, so, you know, it's different as well with that regard. Well, it's just nice to hear you say it, I don't think. You've ever said that before about me? Well, it is what it is. Actually, Frank, I, uh... What? What is it? Just give me a minute. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, why is it, Claude? Actually, I changed my mind. I go for plain. Sorry, plain cola bottles. I go for plain. I said you can have both of them. You can have. You can have both of them. I don't know. I, don't know. I think. I, I think that the fizzy would be. It, it, it gets a bit too tart in the mouth after a while. You know, if I was a more fizzy cola bottles, I, I really get annoyed at by that. But the, the plain ones, I could eat those all day long. You know what I mean? I go for plain. You go for plain. Yeah. Yeah, so we're good, yeah? Yeah, we're, we're good, we're good. 
hang on, just one second here, Claudie boy. Look, look what's going on here. Look, you see. No, stand up, get on your feet. Check it out. So, this is what we saw. It was still pretty early in the morning. Traffic had been building up slowly since we arrived. It had now reached a point of total standstill. Amidst this familiar scene of stationary vehicles were three white sheep, casually weaving their way through the gaps between bumpers and safely across to the roundabout's green grass. I'm actually very pleased with this. We put the work in here, Claude, and it's it has paid off, hasn't it? We've got an understanding now of. Uh, I feel like I've got a greater understanding of how the world works with this thing. It's really incredible that. Yeah, and off they go. You see the the right over the other side. I'm a bit worried about that third one. Oh no, he's <laughs> made it up the curve. He was stumbling a bit there. Yeah, but they're all up. There's three of them. And uh, <laughs> they're it. Tucking into that grass straight away. Over on the other side. It's a sheep's life. It really is. Right, so you see, when the words come up on the screen, you don't sing them straight away, it's when they're highlighted. As soon as the highlighter bit comes on, that's when that's your cue to start singing the words then. It's okay, Frank, I've seen these machines before, I understand how they work. Well, I'm just telling you because I've been caught out. When the words come up, I started singing it, it looked like a right plank. So I'm just telling you. Right, see, so here are the words. Yeah, oh no, oh no. Wait, wait for the thing, wait for the thing, yeah. Wait for the thing. I'm waiting for the thing, yeah, okay. Here it goes. Can you hear me calling out your name? You know what I'm falling out, I don't know what to say. I'll speak a little louder, I'll even shout. You know what I'm proud and I can't get the words out. Oh, I, I want to be with you everywhere. Oh, I. Something's happening, happening to me. My friends, I am acting peculiarly. Come on, baby, we better make a start. You better make it soon before I break my heart. Oh, I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, I. I want to be with you everywhere. Can you hear me calling out your name? You know that I'm falling and I don't know what to say. Come along, baby, we better make a start. 
You better make it soon before you break my heart. Oh, why? I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, why? I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, why? I wanna be with you everywhere. Oh, why? I want to be with you everywhere. Now I like a bit of Kate Bush. Kate Bush? It's Fleetwood Mac, you first time. Uh, is it? Uh, my mistake, my mistake. I suppose I just expect everyone to know everything that I know. Well, that, that's fine, that's absolutely fine, yeah. What a bad recording for Carry out again, this, is it? Yes, good backing track, good backing track, tell you what as well. Sounds good and not on vinyl. Oh I don't start that again, pal. <laughs>